0: You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, February 3rd. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. For the first time in recent memory, the Sitka School District in January failed to get a clean audit. Although the faults were procedural rather than financial, the issue weighed heavily on the minds of some school staff and school board members as they considered whether or not to formally adopt the findings at their February 1st regular meeting. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
1: It should be noted from the get-go that the fiscal year 2022 audit of the Sitka School District completed by the Anchorage accounting firm of Altman, Rogers & Company is a 138-page report that finds the financial practices of the Sitka School District to be in good shape and even praiseworthy. That said, a couple of deficiencies were noted that, given the overall competency of the district's business office, might be the equivalent of grammatical errors on an A student's otherwise solid term paper. The first was a failure to track expenses from the student activities accounts to the district's general ledger on a monthly basis, which the auditors consider a lack of internal controls. And the second was a failure to file some quarterly reports to the U.S. Department of Education on time which the auditors also attributed to a lack of internal control. The district office was informed about both of these problems before the auditors officially delivered the report in January, and its response was to promptly agree with the findings and to begin corrective action. But centralizing the student activities accounts raised alarm bells for some. Mike Vieira is the president of the teachers' union and a former activities director at Sitka High School. He was worried that changing accounting practices while impressing auditors might interfere with the function of activities.
2: Kind of buried on page 132 of the audit is a pretty big change in the standard operating procedure of our district uh, regarding the way that activity funds are distributed and controlled and executed. Forever those activity funds, at least the high school, have remained with the high school accountant. And it's a very local approach to our building. And it's allowed our building to function as a team.
1: Vieira recounted an incident where the Sitka basketball teams were en route to games in Wrangell and ended up overheading and going all the way to Seattle for the night, where they had to be housed in hotels, all of which transpired long after the district's business office had closed. Rich Krupa is the athletic coordinator at Sitka High. He said that the episodes Vieira described were not unusual. Things happen all the time, and my feeling is Sitka High athletics and activities are going to be held captive if it's changed dramatically. I have no idea what they're planning to do. The corrective plan is written right into the auditor's report. Business manager Leslie Young stated that, The district is currently in the process of transitioning all school activity accounting to the district's accounting system to provide a uniform system for operating and training school staff within one centralized system. What that will look like in practice is still a bit uncertain. Felix Meyer, student representative on the school board, was caught in one of those thorny travel situations last year on a mock trial trip to Anchorage, He urged the administration to make sure that remedying the audit did not leave his fellow students in the lurch. We have to make sure that when this does happen, there is a constant line of support for student activities. Speaking on behalf of students and student activities, that that has to be a priority, is making sure that we still have access to the ability to communicate and make sure we can get home. Board member Mitch Mork took a different tack. Maybe the auditor was incorrect. There's nothing illegal about maintaining separate activities accounts in the schools, so why fix what isn't broken? This has been going for, I don't know, a long time, 30 years. We've basically been carrying that internal control risk for 30 years, and it's been working as far as I know. This is the first that anybody's heard that it's not working. To mitigate that, that risk, we don't have to do anything special. It's just a conversation. Mork suggested that the board postpone voting on approval of the audit until all affected parties had been brought together and assured that the corrective action required by the auditors was fully understood. Board member Tristan Gavon, however, thought it was irresponsible to play chicken with general accepted accounting principles and urged the board to approve the audit and the corrective plan.
2: When you look at this audit finding, um, these bank statements weren't being reconciled you know, with the general ledger. And so I think that's something we need to to ensure happens. We need to, you know, support the the superintendent and the business office in ensuring that happens. And I think the only way that that does happen is, uh, is through some kind of level of centralized control.
1: Board President Blossom Teal Olson concurred, saying it was the board's fiduciary responsibility to citizens to comply with the audit. Superintendent Frank Hauser carefully avoided trying to sway board opinion on the corrective plan, but emphasized several times that the district was required by law to have a board-approved audit. We're approving the audit, Hauser said. We're not necessarily approving business office functions. Ultimately, all board members were reassured that approving the audit, including the two internal control deficiencies and their corrective plans, did not rule out further dialogue about how to best handle the student activities accounts, and the measure passed unanimously. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: In an unrelated matter, Sitka School's Superintendent Frank Hauser is continuing his hunt for another job outside of Sitka. The Fairbanks North Star School District announced on Wednesday that Hauser is one of four finalists for the position of district superintendent. Hauser was hired by the Sitka School District in 2021 and did not wait long to look for another job. He was named as one of three finalists for superintendent of the Anchorage School District in March of 2022. Anchorage ultimately hired Dr. Jarrett Bryant of Houston, Texas, to take the reins of the state's largest school system. In addition to Hauser, the other candidates for the Fairbanks job include Luke Minert, who is currently assistant superintendent in Fairbanks, Dr. Ryan Scallon, who is an assistant superintendent in Philadelphia, and Dr. Ronnie Tarcicci, who is a superintendent in New Jersey. The final interviews for the position of superintendent of the Fairbanks North Star School District will be held on February 18th. After hours-long tours up the Stikine River or down to the an Ann Wildlife Observatory, Visitors to Wrangell often step off the jet boat and ask, where's the nearest toilet? With a projected increase in visitors this year, Wrangell is finding itself in a similar position to Sitka and working to boost its seasonal bathroom offerings. KSTK's Sage Smiley reports.
3: This year, Wrangell Island is expecting around a 50% increase in the number of cruise ship stops compared to last summer, and last summer was pretty packed. Although Wrangell's city dock can only fit one ship, one day last May saw three ships, one at the dock and two anchored out in the Zamovia Strait.
2: So that's going to put over a thousand passengers um, hitting the streets of Wrangell with uh, no place to go potty potentially big issue.
3: At a borough assembly meeting last April, Caitlin Cardinell, who's the executive director of the Stikine River Jet Boat Association, told the assembly that as tourism ramps up in the wake of the pandemic, Wrangell needs to think about the bare necessities. Wrangell's only downtown public restroom facility is a small brown building with just two toilets. The community needs more than that, Cardinell said, and local businesses aren't equipped to provide backup.
2: The majority of the downtown businesses here do not have uh, public access restrooms or the capacity to provide for
3: the public. Out of the nearly 40 businesses in the downtown Wrangell area, only three have public access restrooms, Cardenal said, and two of those establishments are bars. There are also large restrooms at Wrangell's multi-purpose community center and museum building, but the availability of those toilets isn't clearly marked on signs anywhere downtown. Approaching this year's visitors' season, Wrangell's local government thinks it has found a solution that will help fill the gap and save the borough money. They've purchased two high-end porta potty stalls from online auctioneer eBay. Unlike the recognizable blue or green of regular portable toilets, these stalls are white and have their own sinks. They'll be connected into the borough's wastewater system on a corner lot near the city dock, eliminating the need for a truck to pump out sewage. At a borough meeting in January, manager Jeff Good told the assembly Wrangle won the potty stalls for nearly $3,100, plus just over $800 for shipping. The borough will still need to purchase an accessible bathroom stall as well, he said.
1: Hooking them into the sanitary sewer system, doing some of the bench work we want to do, and then if we put a fence on the back side of it as well, we're probably into it for around $50,000 total. So it saves us a significant amount of money on our total cost, what we're looking at.
3: The original cost estimate for procuring new potties was double that, if not more. And speaking of doubles, the new toilets will more than double the number of standalone stalls in Wrangell's downtown area. Wrangell isn't the only Southeast community struggling with seasonal restroom solutions. Sitka, which sees thousands more tourists than Wrangell, implemented its own temporary solutions last summer, and is still on the hunt for a permanent fix to the need for more stalls when tourists are in town. At the meeting last April, Cardinale told Wrangell Assembly members dealing with the restroom capacity sooner will pay dividends for the community down the line.
2: I think this is a really important issue because tourism is one of the top three driving economic industries in this town. And I believe that if we do it sustainably, we can continue to help that grow and all more support for kind of providing some infrastructure to lay a path to continue that economic growth for the borough.
3: Wrangell's first cruise ship of 2023 is scheduled to arrive on May 11th, the Ocean Victory, which can carry 200 passengers. Borough manager Good says he expects the first two new toilet stalls to arrive in Wrangell in the next few weeks. In Wrangell,
0: I'm Sage Smiley. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.